Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Nemo, your host of the Afrobrits Rambling Show. Hey, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Talk to me. It's very important for me to know whether you are okay, what's going on with you, your feedback on the podcast. Though sometimes it can be unreliable, I am thinking of you, especially in these times where things are a bit higgly piggly you know there's uncertainty there's despondency despair and again we're still dealing with the trauma of covid whether it's in business or in work and just the general well-being of the populace i have been away for a while because i was in hospital for about a month got my second bout of covid and I had pneumonia and some complications with my pulmonary artery because it is something that was affected when I got covid in 2020 and so added on with the already autoimmune issues I have not been myself I've been depressed and struggling just to will myself to get on with life but I've been able to participate in uh Bible study every Monday which is an all girls Bible study which has been really good to be able to communicate with other women study draw on the women in the Bible and I think one of the verses that has stayed on my mind is in Romans 15:13 that the God of hope will fill us with joy and peace so that we may be filled with hope by the power of the holy spirit and i've got to hold on to that because hope is something that you have to continuously think about decide about to have hope that things will get better even if it is in that day where you're having a difficult time i was thinking about people being overwhelmed with the cost of living cost of gas cost of electricity no jobs and one actually wonders what is going on unfortunately we have bad governance globally and the effects of the cost of living are global so there's no exception to what is happening in britain and what is happening in say kenya or every other african nation where you actually seeing demonstrations and people fed up with bad governance where people are not being paid and the cost of living is affecting most people I think of our young people who have very little hope because of the inability to create jobs with a number of children coming out of universities and whilst you know in Europe and in in England you get allowances the same is not for Africa so people are living from hand to mouth So yes the situation is hickly pickly so what do we do when we get overwhelmed I will start with a thought about anniversaries when dealing with grief and anniversaries it's very difficult and I think sometimes it's very young you know the first year and the second year it's still very young the pain is still young because you have to go through the first cycle of first birthdays and your birthday and family birthdays and christmas and easter 
and all the things that you remember as an individual and as a family. Whilst we did celebrate Jean's birthday the first time, it was on her memorial service in Kenya, so really for me, I didn't feel that I was part of that celebration. Christmas was hard because again, I just came out of hospital, I was messed up and I just didn't even really have time to think that I missed that call. But during the year, I thought of her a lot. I thought of my birthday where she was the first phone call I get. Hey, Mama Sita, it's your birthday. And we'd laugh that I was old. I was going to 50. I was older than her by seven years. She always got me something, you know, because she knew I loved shoes. I always got shoes or I get a set of trainers. And I usually walk past my corridor and I look at my trainers. I have my Nikes and my Jordans. And they were courtesy of this beautiful girl when my feet started giving me trouble and I couldn't wear my three-inch heels. She got me comfortable shoes. I don't have anybody to buy me shoes anymore. Seems like a big thing for me. Uh, for others, it may not be not it may not be important, but it was a gift, just like it was with her when she needed lingerie from England. It was such a joy to buy her stuff and you know, just to get her the best stuff from the UK back to the US. It's difficult, it's hard, and I also have elderly parents who I'm concerned about and how they're dealing with it. My dad has been really kind and he has ensured that she's not interred until I go home. Perhaps to me that is how I will get closure, but I still don't understand why I didn't see her, why I didn't get to see her and to say goodbye. But it is what it is. That's what Jean would say to me. But I wish I could hold her hand, even invisibly, and know that she's with me. There are times I'm very conscious that she's with me, and there are times that I think, you know, God, why did you do this? This is too much for one human being to carry. I feel for my family, but we're not yet ready to have those conversations. So on her birthday, I decided to do something despite that I was going to a major hospital appointment. I found her favorite nail polish. She liked a light gray and she said it looked very nice on the hands. So I actually did a manicure for my hands, dusted off my pretty nails and then put in the gray and I felt that I was close to her. I used her perfume because she had a very nice perfume. I can't remember what its name was, but the scent was with me during the day. But the big thing was that I haven't realized how badly depressed I was, that I'm basically willing myself to live every day, making a decision to wake up and shower, to read, to eat, to write, to have memories and go through memories. And one of the things I'd say also with anniversaries, do something that you did together. I did my nails. I made I made pancakes, sweet pancakes, because she made the best pancakes with my mom. And then another thing I did is I picked my albums and I went through the albums and I looked at her 
I'll be honest, I don't look at her directly yet. I still find it very difficult. But in passing, I could see pictures of us in LA. My first visit when she was 24 and she was just a sweet geeky girl. And then, you know, as we grew up and grew older and I kept visiting LA and our visits. And so that was my anniversary. I hope you can find a lesson from this. And when it's really hard and when it's your time and you're ready to do it, then pick up the things that the person you loved did, whether it's buying yourself a nice meal or simply going through the albums and remembering the joy of having them in your life. That's important. With the things of the uncertainty of the world, I think that a lot of us are overwhelmed. There's something called collective trauma. In 2020, we were all indoors. We were locked up. We couldn't move. And that was hard. For me, I was in hospital. I was in the first squad of COVID, so I would say that the rest of the year was marked with staying indoors because I was vulnerable. 2020 wasn't hard because when you're a person with mobility issues, you're used to solitude. But then 2021 became a problem because I wanted to go out and I wanted to meet with people. And though I did meet a few people and mom was here, I still suffer from social anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, if I meet more than five people, do I get COVID? I can't afford to. With my autoimmune issues, I just worry that if I'm around a lot of people, I would get COVID again. Also, because of being alone a lot, and I've changed so much. A lot of people are not used to the introvert or the self-reflecting person. I have moments where I'm a clown. But I'm now quieter, more observant. And people don't know that person who's been away for two years. Well, probably 12 years for me because of my illness. And I get worried. How are people going to deal with me? How are they going to cope with me? How are they going to deal with me and my pain? And so I've got to reframe how I deal with things like going out. I will meet a couple of friends. I have a breakfast on my own on a Sunday in a little diner at the corner. Have a full English, you know, and it's probably a tenor. But it's that tenor for me for that month that I say I'm going to treat myself. We cannot give up. We cannot afford to give up. We have to tighten our belts. We have to rebudget and we have to give up on things. But the reality is that we've got to hold up on hope. In 2008, when the first recession happened in England, when I was here, a lot of us were worried. And I remember in our prayer group, we all declared and we prayed for each other. And we prayed that none of us would lose our jobs. None of us did. And I think it's important that as we think about budgeting and making sure that we are taking care of our families and our children and giving up stuff, I think that we also need to pray for each other. Prayer for me has been a sanctuary, and I do confess, I've been lousy at it for the last few months. Fortunately, I know that God does not give gold stars about how many times you pray, but it's been my sanctuary because I turn to a person who is 
greater than anything in this universe. And I can tell him all my problems and whether they're resolved or not. The fact is, I come out at peace. So for me, it's the discipline of going back into my secret place and being able to talk to God and tell him I'm having a hard time. I don't know how to deal with the emotional imbalances that I'm dealing with. And I'm praying that you too will do the same thing. I was just doing a check-in to let you know I'm around. I'm still here. I still think of this podcast. I started scoping a couple of friends that will discuss different things to do with trauma, spiritual abuse. And it's to educate. And that is the purpose of the afro Brit. I will choose people who are probably not from my cultural background for the reason is that we want to bring a blend of new information, interesting information to keep you following me as I try to find my place back in society and also finish my lovely second bestseller, I hope and pray and do the old day for my beautiful sister. Love you guys loads. Thank you for listening to me. I appreciate so much you follow me. And I pray that you too will continue to give, to not give up hope. Because hope is the every end of it all. Have hope in God and let's hope that we will see beautiful new stars in our lives. Welcome to 2023. We thank God that we are here. You take care. Bye-bye.